Ha ha, you're tethered by your headphones. Fuck you. Thank you. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. Today, I am joined for the first time ever, Justin Coco. How the hell are you? Sick of being on this podcast already. <laughs> oh, no. That's not good. I'm kidding. sick of being on this podcast already. <laughs> Technical problems. You know what, guys? I... I'm serious. I really just don't even want a podcast anymore. Good, <laughs> stop it. I'm just like so upset. Like you don't even listen to it, and then you're just gonna make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> you're great. Okay, you're crying or I'm laughing. The sound's gonna totally mix in recording. That's how this works. <laughs> but seriously, how you guys doing? All right. I'm awake. Yep. I suppose that's all we can ask yep. for. Both awake. Good. Good, good. Minus the uh, difficulty of trying to get, you know, that we are we are doing this podcast through Skype. This is my first uh, Skype podcast, so I apologize to anyone listening right now if the audio is a little funky. Uh, I am going to work on perfecting that for future episodes because Skype is going to be a huge factor in future episodes. So uh, just just hold on tight. If it sounds like shit, again, I apologize, but uh, just work through it because I'm going to. Like, <laughs> it sounds like shit. Get used to it. <laughs> uh, all right. So. You us never getting invited back. Up. <laughs> <laughs> she's being, she doesn't even listen to it. Now she's making fun of the technical problems. <laughs> she's making fun of stuff that's out of my control. <laughs> uh, all right, so back to you people listening. If you're tuning in, you know that this is going to be the discussion of The Mandalorian that has dropped on Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus just started, what was that, like a week and a half, two weeks ago? Um, yeah, about little two little a little less than two yeah just a little shy of two right yep so we've got two episodes now well technically <laughs> now we have three we're recording the day that episode or chapter three was released mm-hmm. uh we're only going to be discussing chapters one and two. First things first what do you guys think of disney plus so far um i had a solid laugh at their first day glitches because oh boy that's just how you want a large like streaming app to start right but I'm I'm eager to like dig into the unexpected stuff they have. Like people are unearthing all these old cartoon movies and and just I, I don't want to call them indie Disney stuff, but not the main I don't know Disney cinema that you'd be expecting. Which is I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I call those like under the radar. That's a term yeah. I use a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's interesting. It's got a. A decent interface. When I first uh, downloaded it and everything else, I did it the day of, the first day, but I was so early in the morning because I was, I think I got out of work at like 3 a.m. or something like that. So I had zero problems. I was like, oh, I'm going right into that. So it, was, <laughs> it worked very well for me. And then everyone started waking up and yep. that's when they went to hell. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I, I, uh, I hopped on the bandwagon probably like a day or two later. Okay. Uh, so um, you you missed all that stuff too? 
Yeah, everyone was talking about glitches. I had no idea what the hell anyone was talking about. Yeah, I didn't see any glitches myself. I mean, it worked pretty well. I'm excited to see more content because right now it just feels like the I guess the exclusive content is a little sparse, but I can understand like, okay, they're getting it out and everything else. But like, it almost would have been nicer if they had had a little bit more content at launch, but it's like in terms of like exclusive stuff. But I mean, there's a lot of movies. There's a lot of cartoons. So there's a lot to go through still. We're just large children. Yeah. And it also is true that I know they said that, you know, some of the aspect ratios were off or episode orders Uh were off with some things. But I haven't watched those yet, so I haven't had any. Just you, you don't complain. get to say that there are no problems <laughs> simply because you haven't experienced. No, I know, but I haven't. Oh. Personally, yeah, uh, I personally haven't experienced any problems either. <laughs> I, I do love the huge library. I agree with you 100% that I wish that they did have more original content before they launched. You know, I think they, some of it is they got themselves tied into deals with like Netflix and Hulu, and yeah. they can't release all of it yeah well like we're not getting we're not gonna have the spider-man right the spider-man movies are not on there yeah. also uh solo is not on there either because mm-hmm. that's still a contract to netflix so yep. there's yep. a lot of the content we're gonna wait until we'll have to wait until next year but even uh i i don't know why i thought loki was gonna be dropping too with uh <laughs> with the release so like well, i was I was super excited for that. And then I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I guess I'll watch the one episode of Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, I guess drop, I'll settle. I'm surprised they didn't drop any of the Marvel stuff yep. at launch, too. I was like, yep. so like, oh, they're going to drop one of the Marvel. Th- no. Oh, OK. Hopefully yeah. it'll be good quality when it comes out then, you know, just dropping it when they, they finish it. Because Mandalorian's been great so far, so. We're getting there. <laughs> Jumping the gun, Justin. Terrible. <laughs> uh, no, I'm with you. Mandal- oh, get right into it. Mandalorian has been great so far. As of right now, I think what the only original content besides Mandalorian, they also have the Jeff Goldblum show, right? Yes. And then they have the live action Lady of the Tramp. Right, well. right. I, and I haven't watched that yet either. I but. haven't either. Honestly, I heard it's the cutest thing since sliced bread. Are they real dogs, though? They are. I have heard they are real. I know. Dogs. I I think they have a combination of CGI and real, but I have no idea. I heard that they one of the dogs, the tramp, I believe, was like a rescue and stuff Both like that. Both of them are rescues. Okay, I think so. Like real life, the the actual dogs that they used to rescue dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Thought the both, yeah, both of them are okay. I had only heard about the tramp, but if both of them are, that's great. I'll probably watch it eventually. Uh, as far as like the live action Disney remakes, I I, I didn't I'm not ask into them. for them, yeah, yeah. It's one of those I didn't ask for them. It's I haven't fine seen a single ex- one, it's fine that they exist, but they're not top on my list, so yeah, I'll get to I, them eventually. I, I've seen the Jungle Book. Uh, that was awesome. Okay. Right. It, it was a little different, uh, but all the other stuff, like... You love me, Idris Elba, so... Well, mm. Idris, Idris Elba was great. But, like, The Lion King, I wasn't... I, I'm surprised that movie did as well as it did in the theater, uh, okay. considering it was, like, a shot-for-shot remake, apparently. That's what I heard, too. Um, do they have any of those on Disney Plus right now? Because I don't even know. Oh, that's a great question, too. I have no idea. Like, is the live-action Aladdin 
because that that's on Blu-ray right now. So if it anything, definitely that, is. that should shit. Hold on, I got the <laughs> I got my monitor up right here. I'm gonna skim through it really quick. Oh, right. you guys. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if they, like they have stuff that's been locked up in the vault for all these years, so why not have your new releases? Because I mean, Endgame is on there. Yes, but only some Marvel stuff is on there. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have all the Marvel stuff. I know, I, I, I know, know why. Just, I know we just established this, but like, it's it was a little weird to only see like what what was it like ten of the twenty? Yeah, Marvel it's movies it's out? like half or so or something like that. Um, I know some of them are tied in with um, Netflix still, like three or four of them, something like that. Yeah, well, Ragnarok I think is still on there. Infinity, Infinity yeah. War, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think that's it. They might have their oh, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Live action Aladdin is not on Disney Plus. Interesting. I just, I just searched it. It's not on there. I wonder why. That it's an odd. It's odd, but okay. Maybe because they're still looking Ooh. for that Blu-ray sales. Who am I? I, yeah. I think you. I think you hit it right on the head there, man. <laughs> Who am I to question the inner workings of a multi-billion-dollar? I know, company? right? I guess. <laughs> Yeah, uh, live action Jungle Book. Uh, nope, that's on there. Okay. Maybe they're waiting till like <clears throat> six months to a year out of theater, and then they'll pop it up. Yeah, I don't know. The other uh, yesterday, <clears throat> I popped on like the Disney Disney Channel originals. I popped yeah. on uh, Brink, which okay. is a it's a rollerblading movie. I used to watch that all the time when I was a kid. I also looked uh-huh. up Air Airborne, which I believe is also a Disney property. That is not on here, which I'm highly disappointed by. Um, <laughs> but I, I skimmed through a lot. It's a ton of stuff on here, but it's like stuff I'm like, I don't know if I really want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know? I, I'm seeing the same thing. I mean, there's a lot of like, car, like I know there was a lot of Marvel cartoons and stuff like that. And I just, I didn't grow up watching the Marvel cartoons. I was more of a DC You're a guy. You're a bad nerd. I was more of a DC guy in terms of cartoons. I'm teasing you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like there's a ton because I saw the, what, the X-Men and a bunch of Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah. And I just, I never really watched those. And maybe, maybe I could watch them eventually. But like, it's, it's just like, there's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, like the 90s X-Men and uh, yep. Spider-Man. That that's the stuff I, I grew like I grew up with that stuff I watched that all the time. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I did also watch Batman and Superman those cartoons as well. Yeah. Like I I go both ways I love all of them. <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah so like seeing those on there I was like oh this is awesome, but I'm probably not gonna watch it like I, you know <laughs> it's not gonna hold up. I started watching a uh, Darkwing Duck that was like oh, I remember. Okay. Did you guys ever watch Darkwing Duck? I did back in the day. Caught a couple episodes way back when yeah. Yeah, so I popped um, that on. Am I am I am I remembering wrong? Is gargoyles on there? Oh, that's a great question. You want me to? I think gargoyles is. I think is. gargoyles is because gargoyles was the shit, and I need to rewatch that. I haven't um, watched that in years. I loved gargoyles. They're talking yeah. about they're talking about making that into a live action movie as well. Interesting. I, will, I want to see them do. Um, another cartoon season and then when you can prove to me that you can write and not just cash in on the nostalgia money mm-hmm. then i will want a live action uh jordan peele was uh 
was who was going to be making oh, the movie. He never actually mind, never mind. I trust him. We're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Peele walked into the the office apparently and said, "I want to make gargoyles." <laughs> that's but, actually cool. I yeah. trust him completely. Please let the man do the thing. Yeah, that's what I said too. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, gargoyles is in fact the the animated series is on Disney Plus. Oh, that's great. All right. Actually. Mental note: <laughs> When we're done with the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just said it. Let's uh you guys ready to hop into episode one? Hell and also yeah, sure. yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Chapter one. <laughs> yep. Get it right, Rob. <laughs> God. We're gonna <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess a little precursor or not precursor, but before you guys hopped into this, like, um, were you expecting this to be Bubba Fett? I was expecting Boba Fett to make an appearance, but not the title character to be Boba Fett, no. All right. Yeah, I know. Go ahead, Justin. What were you going to say? Yeah, I wasn't wasn't expecting... Honestly, I'm not even expecting Boba Fett to make an appearance in this. I get the feeling that they're trying to distance themselves because they had that Boba Fett movie in the works, what, it was years ago, five, six years ago, whatever it was, and that got canceled. And I think they are just kind of like, let's just do our own thing for a bit here. Yeah, and they actually had um, they had Boba Fett set a movie to be released uh, recently too. Uh, they had that uh, the Obi Wan movie mm-hmm. and Solo, and then when Solo came out, obviously we know what happened to Solo. Yep. Then that's they, when they... they did not do right by any of their efforts. They could have made it so much better, even if they just marketed it better. I think it was the marketing. they let that thing come out quiet, and they were like, "Well, it didn't do good. Well, you didn't try." Yeah, they, they, uh, Solo was just a hot mess all over the place. It really felt like it. They, 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 with the directors and stuff like that, it just, it feels like they were, I don't know, the direction they wanted to go, something like that. They just didn't, didn't know the direction they wanted to and go. And the movie ended up being fine. It's not a terrible movie, at least, but it's like, it was... We've, we've seen better is the problem. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, Star Wars is not a weak franchise, and that... I would consider to be one of the weaker ones because even even the prequels, haha, obligatory prequel hate. Um, even the prequels <laughs> like had a vision and they went for it and they tried to sell it really, really hard. Oh yeah, and marketed it out every yeah. which way. Just odd decision from Disney. Like it almost was set up to fail. I almost feel like. It was also the release, like the time of year they released mm-hmm. it. Yep. They w- they dropped it like middle of the year, didn't they? Wasn't it in like May or something? I think it was late May, yeah. yeah. Which was around the same time they dropped um, the Infinity War, wasn't it? It was real close. Yeah, yeah. like they were within a few weeks. I think they were technically competing with another franchise of theirs. Like, yeah. why they didn't <laughs> advertise it? Like they really just wanted it to be. Oh, we we made the movie and we can't just not put it out. Just put well, it out. Oh, it sucks. And the excitement for Infinity War was just a lot bigger than for Solo. I mean, it it's just like it's night and day for you know an Avengers movie versus you know a non main part of the Star Wars films like. A Star Wars film that no one specifically asked for. That's I mean, it right there. Nobody most, asked for a solo movie. People are screaming about the Obi-Wan movie. People are screaming a little bit about Boba Fett series. Now they're flip-flopped. Um, but everyone was like, we don't need Han Solo. Why are you making Han Solo? Wait, it's releasing now? But we're all hyped for Infinity. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
They, they shot themselves in the foot and then went, but why does it suck? Well, especially with the Disney films, the Disney era Star Wars films coming out closer in you know December, like closer to Christmas and stuff like that. Uh, and this was the one that did not. And this was the one yep. that did not. It's like December for Star Wars films works really well. Like It's, it's a work- perfect time. You're absolutely it, right. Yeah. So doing it in May was just like. If they dropped it on May the 4th, I could buy it. But they didn't. I think that would have been closer to Infinity War, though, because I think. Yeah. Um, but they still are trying to release it, and like <laughs> they didn't do any of this right. <laughs> yeah, and it, they're not—they're not a stupid company when it comes to movie releases. Very with clearly, that they are. With that, they are. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Well, yeah, but it's like you—you you have all of the experience and every opportunity to have done this better, and you didn't. Yeah. But, hey, we got a Mandalorian series. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be Boba oh, Fett, God. but uh, uh, <laughs> so going into this, um, a lot of people did were under the impression that the Mandalorian was Boba Fett. Um, that That's an easy, you know, uh, misconception because he uh, looks like Boba Fett. And to the casual fan of Star Wars, not knowing anything yeah. about the Mandalorian armor, yeah. the Mandalorians pretty much all look like that. Um, the facial silhouettes the exact same yeah. on every helmet, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, some do vary. Like, there's different, like, uh, accessories. Like, Boba Fett has the the antenna, yeah. and yep. the Mandalorian does not. We saw the one in Chapter 1 has the spikes on top of her head. Yep. yep. You know, different which are, accessories. Which are flipping cool, by the way. I really like that touch. Yeah, and the, the different helmet, the slightly different helmet look and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, with her. Absolutely. Speaking of Boba Fett, I like that one tiny uh, Easter egg in episode one when he walks into, like, the Mando, I don't know, compound? Yeah. you call it? And there's the character concept art, like, Boba Fett's original coloring. It, that's what it looks like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's there's a Mando in his original concept coloring instead of his, like... Almost the cartoon in- coloring, the original uh, holiday special coloring, essentially. I just thought that was cute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, We're getting flashbacks. Stop it. <laughs> Let's kick this off from the beginning of the episode. So one thing I really appreciated about this, uh, it starts off, it has like that Western feel to it. Like yep. even as far as the score goes, the music coming into it, oh, yeah. you get like that nice bam, 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 without actually being that, that music. But yep. essentially it's very similar. You know, it's that classic scene in a Western where there's the... You step into the saloon, like you literally the, the the doors open and the whole bar looks at newbie. And yep. it was just it was, you know, sci-fi setting, but it was pure western. Oh, yeah. I, I laughed when the door opened. It was it was so like just cool. So Mandalorian walks in and it, and it's that classic confrontation too between the you know the bad guys mm-hmm. and then the uh, new guy in town where mm-hmm. it's like, Yeah, you spilt my drink. Like like yep. that classic kind of like formula, essentially. It, uh, something I, I liked about it is so far, Ma- the Mandalorian has a lot of tropes, like a lot of scenes that you know, like very small nuggets of I've seen this before, this mm-hmm. is familiar to me, but that's not a bad thing because it works off of those expectations. And like the, like you said, walking into the game, you spilled my drink. And that's just cool because I get to see it done in a way I haven't really before yeah with that yeah. star wars skin on it essentially but that's what star wars was it was a space western when no, it came out absolutely and, and i it, agree i like seeing 
I don't know if I want to call it a return to form, but it encourages me to see it done in that same vein because that's what that's what we like, and the fact that we're being given more of what we like, hooray! Yeah, I agree. No, it's okay. You can rant. Ranting's good. Getting a Western with the Star Wars mask on it, it, it's very cool. Getting what we've already seen before, but then switching it up, you're absolutely right. It's fantastic to watch it. So overall with this opening scene, obviously we all loved it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, By the way, uh, listeners, this is all going to be spoiler talk. So, (laughs) (laughs) opening scene. (laughs) But uh, yeah, from here on out. Uh, it is going to be spoiler talk, so if you have not watched The Mandalorian or anything like that, uh, just tune out, uh, come back and listen when you checked it out. This is going to be a weekly podcast or weekly episodes revolving around The Mandalorian again. Uh, so if you have not watched it, please tune out. Come on back some other time. No, no, don't tune out. Tune in and also just catch the hell up. Let's go. It's a good show. There you go. Even better. Mando, that's what we're, that's what everyone's calling him now, right? Mando. I yeah, I don't yeah. think he has a name beyond that. Essentially, yeah. not right now. not yet. Same thing with uh, well, our, our other main character. Yeah, let, let, don't jump the gun. Don't you jump the yeah, gun? Don't do it. We're not there. Favorite. We're not. He's everyone's favorite. He's fucking adorable, yeah, I, but we're not I, there I, yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we get uh, we get Mando in the in the cantina or the the saloon, whatever you want to call it, uh, as a throwdown with a couple couple low lives, and then we get that scene that we saw in the trailer that blew me away. The 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 trailer, this scene blew me away, where he's just got the guy by the legs, pulls him through the doors, side arms the gun, and then uh, you know, dude gets cut in half. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Fantastic it, scene. It was so nice. It was good. It was really nice. You can't get those regular saloon doors, no. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, you gotta have something that closes I, in a circle. <laughs> you know what I like? Like, we have garage door opener safeties, so that sort of thing doesn't happen. Star Wars, no, fuck that. You're gonna be bisected by a door. Well, you saw the door was struggling to close. Yes. It was. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, it made it ten times better. <laughs> when he gets... Uh, here's a question for you guys. Why do you think that Mando had to had to do that to him. Why Why do you think he didn't just let him run away? Because he wasn't there for that guy. We find out he's actually there for um, the, the blue alien, Horatio Sands plays. So why do you think he didn't let him just leave? Well, based on literally every video game I've ever played, especially since I'm going through Skyrim right now, um, it doesn't matter when the enemy says they don't want to fight anymore. They're going to fight you more. Or they might come back later with more help or something to that effect. I could see his mindset of just going, you know, something, I'm just taking care of this now. Like, no mercy. Don't want to be looking over your shoulder the entire time you're on planet, especially if this guy is a known bounty. Yeah, that was my thing. That's been like a thing that people have talked about. Well, why did why did he have to do that? Why did he have to come? Well, it's because, well, for one, the guy fucked with him. Uh (laughs) And he's a Mandalorian. Uh So, uh, yeah, you're not getting away. Um, and then, yeah, mercy exactly. Isn't, mercy isn't strictly in the code. Like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> they, they, the scene was very strictly to set out that this guy is efficient. He is tough. Don't you fuck with him because he will finish it. Yeah, I think that's all very true. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it, it was like you said, new man in new man on saloon. That is what happens in westerns. I would say, yeah, it's a very western style thing. I mean, you, you look at. Any kind of Western where you have this, that gunslinger. Yeah, this is your protagonist. Mm-hmm. This is the guy you're supposed to, like, acknowledge as a tough man. Yeah. Here's why. Yeah. 
I agree. So he, he kills the two guys that are fucking with him, right? And then we, he goes over to the, the blue alien, played by Horatio, throws the disc down. He says, oh, is that a bounty? Oh. Jumping forward, not to the, like dwell on you know, the entire story, but how sweet was it when we get onto Mando's ship and you see all the people frozen? Yeah. That was a good reveal. Yep. That was a super good reveal, yep. and especially the carbonite. He has that whole carbonite processing. Yeah. Well, it, one, it makes a ton of sense for a bounty hunter. You're not going to just leave a bounty loose on your ship when you have this massive weapons cache. Again, that's turning your back on a hostile and arming the fucking guy. So yeah. I like the fact that they, he's got a trinite chamber, I guess. I yeah, that's what I would call it. It just, it makes a lot of sense. I like when they follow these logical lines of, yeah, you want to incapacitate him. Carbonite is the best way to do that. He does that, and then uh, it, it felt very, like, hard to me, too, at the one point where, not, it, not, like, scary or anything, but, like, the horrific vibe it had when the guy's flipping through and he's looking at all the people yep. frozen, and yep. then all of a sudden Mando just pops up, like, right behind me. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like quiet as anything yeah yeah well, I, I love you realize it. yeah you realize that this guy i mean not that we were supposed to buy any of his shit as it were but you realize man does a professional like an absolute professional he didn't for a single second buy any of the shit he wasn't giving any reactions so you weren't entirely sure but then it was just like oh no he knows his job He's got this. Yeah. Holy shit. Because, yeah, he, the the cabinet moves and then just he's there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's like classic misdirection, like especially with the way the camera moves. It's like, oh, it's going this way. But then, nope. Yep. He's there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love that. Speaking of camera, the way they pan in on his helmet, like you're going to see a facial expression. Oh, that's so fantastic. Good. I, I didn't even think of that. that that's that's like, why would that's you? That's cool. Think- why would you give a facial close-up of a mask? But the they whole do. Time? They do multiple times, and it's like you're looking at it like, all right, we're gonna see some. Like you're expecting in your brain to go, "There's some expression happening on this," but you don't see it. But you can kind of like imagine it, so it's really clever. I I like the fact that you get so much out of this guy without ever seeing his face. I think that's fair too. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I I wouldn't have even thought of that because to me it seems so natural the way it's filmed too. Like I, yeah. at no point in time did I think why are they closing in on his face when? But it's done so naturally that that's a great point. It just it's fun to watch and to verbalize what they're doing with the camera angles is cool, but. Like, even just outside of it, it's just fun to watch. Like you said, they filmed it in such a way that it's entertaining for the eyes, and then when you think it through, it's still cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mando then takes his bounty to Apollo Creed, (laughs) and and Apollo Creed then says, hey, I got these bounties for you. Uh, The way the series is going already with the amount of people that they have in it and working on it, like the cast and everything, I, I just said Apollo Creed. They have him, they have Nick Nolte, Horatio Sands, um, Pedro Pascal. They have all these different er- actors, and that's just in the first the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible. And the fact that you have John Favreau, and I forget, uh, what the hell, hell's the guy's name? The director. Uh, he did, like, all the animated series. Oh, no. Oh, um, uh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, it's killing me. Ow! Sorry. 
<laughs> he punched my knee. <laughs> I saw Justin, it. Justin, you're in front of a computer. I know. I you was trying to think of it. <laughs> we forget that we're technologically capable. Dave Filoni. There it is. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni directs it. You actually get a feel that like Dave Filoni was behind directing it, too, because it, it, it almost does feel kind of animated, because he usually does the animated stuff. He does, yep. But Star Wars is, like... That's good. To me, it always has this cartoonish camp-ish Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, was, it was done very well as far as the filmmaking aspect, 100%. Casting, great. Direction, great. Writing, John Favreau. Yeah. I yeah. John Favreau is amazing. Yeah, he's done a really good job. He's done a re- like, especially because he's gotten that, he's gotten the, uh, the uh, guy with a helmet genre <laughs> down pretty yeah. good. Oh my God! Holy shit! I didn't even think yep. about that. That's fantastic. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, like he just—I think he—he's gotten the idea of all right. This guy has you know a mask or a helmet or whatever else. I can do this. I can show you know expressions with the 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 whole suit or the even the helmet. Like I think he's very good at that. He's a, he's an incredible filmmaker in general. Like any 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 part of a movie you put him on, whether it's writing, directing, producing, acting, uh, mm-hmm. he, he's gonna knock it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I haven't seen of his is The Lion King. <laughs> like everything else I've seen, it's 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 fantastic. Did you guys notice like any Easter eggs or like references in here? I know like we talked about Boba Fett's. Yeah, I jumped Boba the Fett's. gun on that. Whoops, Daisy. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. But the Mandalorian, like, sanctuary or whatever, um, like, when I first saw Jawa, I got excited. Yeah, yeah. right? Like, I, I was like, I, oh, my God. I like that they're still definitely working within the Star Wars universe that we know. Mm-hmm. I I know I said the one Easter egg that I could think of. I don't know if there were any other Easter eggs that I noticed. Not, I'm, pr- I'm probably wrong. I'm sure there's stuff. There might have been other things in episode place. one. I don't remember all that much. I know episode two has at least one major one that I remember. Yeah, but we'll get there. Yeah, but episode one, I can't remember any other like major ones that I caught. There probably are. There's probably a little background detail here or there. You're going to get comments like, what the hell? You didn't see something. <laughs> I don't know. And that's fine. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't catch any Easter eggs. Like I heard someone say that there was like a reference to uh, the Star Wars Christmas special. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't catch anything for that. Um, you don't want to. It's oh, fine. You know. You know what it probably is. <laughs> it's um his blaster, the Mandalorian's blaster with the prongs on the end. That that is um, Boba Fett's original blaster in the the holiday special. Okay. Is that what it is? I think that might be what it is, but there could be something else in there. Oh, you know what it is? It's the life day. Make up your mind. It's the life day thing. Remember when? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, he mentioned something about life day. Well, that's holiday special because they said, oh well, holiday special's canon now. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. So there there are little like in jokes, I guess, which is well, the other thing that's nice that I appreciate about this level of in jokes is it's not beating you over the head with them to the point where you wouldn't understand the joke. Like, if you don't know what the hell it's being talked about, it's just a Star Wars thing. Like, it just, you understand this is part of the universe. They know what they're talking about. It's unimportant. You don't have to dwell on it. Here's the meat of what the scene really yeah, is. Yeah, I agree. It's not, it's not beating you over the head with it, but it's sprinkling it in there. And it's a little bit of fan service, which is nice. It's like, hey, 
hey, you like that? Like it's <laughs> it's done very it's done very tastefully. Yes. I, I like that it's not at the expense of the scene or the story. It's just it's yeah. here. Take it as you know, take as much as you want, but there's not too much. How did you guys react when you first saw the uh, stormtroopers? I thought that was interesting. I love that part. You've, actually. you've yeah. never seen stormtroopers like all grunged up. Yeah, they look like they have not been having a good time. No, but that's cool. Because th- this takes place after Jedi, right? It does. Like yep. I think four or five years, something like that. They've, yeah, yeah they, it's very clearly established that the Empire, quote unquote, does not exist anymore. Or at yeah. least it doesn't exist as it was. It's been it's been replaced by the New Republic. Because yeah. of that, pretty explicitly. Because I'm pretty sure there's a line in there. Someone says something along the lines of "After the Empire." Yep. yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So after Jedi, before Force Awakens. So yeah, the the stormtroopers are more or less they're underground they're like on the run trying to start their own like uprising more or less kind of it seems That's like what right it looks like yeah it, it definitely looks like at at best an imperial operative is doing a thing that the general public would not be a fan of because the empire is not supposed to be a thing mm-hmm. yet here's an operative doing something with stormtroopers like no one would feel good about this yeah I'm going to I'll have a theory that I'll I'll share when we get to the end, even though I haven't seen episode three, but I have a theory. I admit, we'll see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get the stormtroopers all grunged up. Um, we have Mando who just gets his uh, he gets his new bounty from uh, what, what's that guy's name? Do you guys know? Boy, Ooh, the guy that talks very slowly. We yeah. his name his name's probably not even important, but he's part of the Empire. I I kind of dug like the the slow and accented like emphasis on everything he said. Yeah, this was a man who had like who knew what he was doing was really important to himself at least. Like, and you listened when he spoke because he talked so slow, and you wanted to know what the hell the bounty was. One thing I, I think is really cool, too, because you are curious about what the bounty is. And yeah. Oh, yeah. The, pay, the payoff is, is fabulous, and we'll get there. Absolutely. Um, we want to get there so bad. <laughs> oh, you got to wait. You got to wait for it. Um, <laughs> one thing I, I absolutely love, too, like, once we pass that scene, like, uh, Mando does collect his bounty for... Like a down payment? Like a down the down payment, which yep. is the metal that is used... Uh, for the Mandalorian armor, mm-hmm. um, so he, he just gets a, a shoulder blade or a shoulder plate yep. form for him. Uh, I I think it's so cool. You get to see the the dick, blah, blah, can't talk the explicit difference in color. Like his helmet already Beskar, and you know it because you realize here's another piece of Beskar. It is this shiny silver, like nothing else he's wearing yeah. except for his helmet. Yeah, yeah, it's cool that he's. Uh, He's patient. He's having his armor done piece by piece by piece so he can have the perfect the perfect suit. And that, that's something I really love about this. I love the fact that you saying it exactly like you can see there's a color variation in his in his armor. Yeah. I, I think it's great. Build it. Yeah, you can see him literally. Um, I, I feel like as we watch him get more of this suit, it's we're literally going to watch his character grow, change and evolve like. No, I agree with that. That's Absolutely. Like, that's like a one-to-one. I just, I'd like the visual tie for that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to say everything about this is cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in general. It, it's true. Uh, there's There wasn't... 
The only thing I didn't like about... <gasps> no, no! You heathen! Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a good thing. Uh, I, I didn't like that it was so short. The first episode wasn't. The second episode was. The runtime yeah. run got chopped by, what, like almost ten minutes? I don't know. It was too, yeah. It was, it was bizarre. And I, it almost threw me off because it was like... You know, you're expecting to go into this being like, all right, it's going to be like 45 minutes, whatever. And then it's like, oh, that's not 45 minutes. Yeah. And you're almost thinking, like, did I miss something? Did I black out? Like, what <laughs> happens? Yeah, it goes quick. It goes by quick. I mean, the one thing I'll say about the short runtime is they don't have any padding. At least it doesn't feel like there's padding in it. Yeah, I, what we saw was, I think, well-paced at the <laughs> high west. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Uh, the dog is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear him this episode. <laughs> Sweet baby. I love Wes. But, yeah, I mean, it, it feels like there's never really any, like, weird asides or anything like that. It is just, you are in it. And that, that's the one thing I like about the runtime, I guess. I feel like once there's enough out that you can just sit and binge... Mm-hmm. It's going to be very, very good because I don't know if you'll notice the shorter run times. I think it'll play get, like a movie, essentially. Yeah, you'll get like a That's very a good tight, point. yeah, you get like a very tight story, episode to episode to episode to episode, instead of you know these week long breaks in between. Yeah. Oh man, having to wait a week for an episode <laughs> to drop. <laughs> how long? How long has it been since you had to watch a TV show where you have to wait for the next episode? I can tell you, it's been it's been a few years since I've had to do that. Yeah. I think the only thing we British bake show. Yeah, I was gonna say British baking. I think was the, the great. Only thing we <laughs> you guys watch the great, the great yeah, British baking. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, that's fantastic. Fault. It's my fault, but I enjoy it. Leave me alone. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, in general, a lot of these things just kind of release, pe- like the entire thing, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's different. I don't. I say different. By, by the time we get to a series, it's all released or something. Well, yeah, or it's a Netflix release or something like that. I mean, HBO's been doing that for a while with, like, you know, Game of Thrones and stuff like that. So yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, you know, I guess I did that with Game of Thrones. But beyond that, yeah, there's not many shows I can really say off the top of my head that I watch and have to wait a, a week for. It's, you know, I think it's different. But I guess people do it all the time for, like, cable and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't had cable in four years now they, so. we haven't done it since what it's probably about four years for us too actually yeah Every, everything it's wait until the season's released and then either blu-ray dvd or mm-hmm. if it once it comes on stream and that's when i watch it yeah so he gets his armor uh then he goes he goes to collect his bounty now or I, something else i thought was like just as a tiny brief aside i like the flashbacks we get of him or whatever who I assume is him. Um, During the Clone Wars, right? Yeah, before his man, because they're like, you know, I was a foundling once, and then they show you how he was found. Very specific, like, tiny flashback. Yeah, I just, I think that's a nice, small bit of character building. Mm. That's right, that's happening while his armor's being forged, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He starts getting the flashbacks. Yeah. That's uh, that's a good point. Considering like, pretty much he is very much a man of mystery. We don't see his face. We only hear his voice. He's always under the 
the armor. So actually seeing a history to him is very cool so far. And it's, it's just it's just a little bit. It's never him as the Mandalorian we know. It's just mm-hmm. him before anything about being a Mandalorian. It's just it's it's cute. I say cute. Cute's not exactly the right word for it. <laughs> I, I I don't I know what you're saying though. Thank you. <laughs> if you get it, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, with all that, uh, Mando goes to a to his destination, and uh, these the creatures he's attacked by doesn't it? It almost looks like the I'm gonna fuck up the name. The Rancors. Did I fuck that up? No, no, that's how it's pronounced. The lizards, right? Yeah, the lizards, they look like, yeah, I mean, they look like a couple different things from Star Wars in general. Wait, are we calling them lizards? The, the big, the things with the mouths, the big mouths. Yeah. I'm assuming. The I mouths with such, legs. I yeah. had such, I had the weirdest problem with those things. Um, where their legs are placed on their body is improbable. <laughs> like this is the stupidest thing to be bothered by but because of the huge ass size of their head yeah their tails would have to be the densest meat to literally be a balance because their hips and legs were set far back otherwise they'd be tipping forward and hitting their chin <laughs> on the ground constantly yeah. and that's the dumbest thing to be annoyed by but every time i saw one of them it annoyed me okay <laughs> That's I'm <okay>. sorry. <laughs> I think that was your biggest complaint. That was honestly. my biggest complaint about them. It was just like, oh my gosh, their legs are not where legs should be. Well, now the Star Wars fans are going to hate you. Yeah. I mean, that's true. <laughs> because you didn't like the lizards. Um, are they lizards? <laughs> are they uh, not? Baby rancors? I don't know. They, they definitely look like a bunch of different, like an amalgamation of a bunch of different Star Wars and like fantasy lizard monsters and stuff like that. I mean, they I think they look very Star Warsy if nothing else, even if they are um not biological entities in this anatomically improbable. Yeah. Um but they definitely look Star Wars. Like you can yeah. look at them and go, "All right, that's something Star Wars." Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Before I yank the um, so we, I I do wonder if they um this is something I've been kind of like thinking about as I've been watching it. Um, how much certain things are CGI versus practical effects too. Yes. I don't know how much the the big lizards are like CGI versus practical. If they're all CGI, partial CGI, well, I don't know. Here's the thing. The fact that you can't tell is a good thing. Yeah. And again, they look like they're using a lot of practical effects for this show too. Which I absolutely love. Same. Um, that we're getting practical effects is amazing. And a great point, great point. The fact that you can't tell the difference between what's CG and what's practical is amazing. Um, Very well done. I agree. Um, I'm I'm excited for either the advancement of CGI technology or the return of practical effects. Or especially puppetry. Especially with the Dark Crystal stuff coming out like so recently. We've seen what puppets can do. How good and they how can detailed, look. How detailed yeah. they can look and how well they can move. Like, And uh, practical effects usually stand up very well over time. Yeah, where CGI can be all over the place depending mm-hmm. on how it's used. That's a, it's a great point, too, because there was, a, there was a point in time where every studio was relying on CG, like, mm-hmm. religiously. Like, practical mm-hmm. effects was, like, a, 
it was a dying breed. Yep. So the fact that we're getting practical effects in high budget like this, it, I'm loving every second of it. The more practical, the better because it looks more real. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think with Star Wars, I mean, you know, love or hate the prequels, um, the, the prequels. Them. Yeah, yeah, and the prequels used a lot of CGI, and I know there was mm-hmm. a lot of backlash from people going, well, we really want more practical effects. That feels yeah. more Star Wars. And so it's like, I, I kind of feel like this is almost, I'm not going to say course correction, but it's definitely Disney is trying to go like, all right, let's go more original trilogy on this. Let's try to do more practical and then enhance it with CGI. Yeah, it, it's good point they they use the cgi when they have to which yeah. is but I, that's how that's how it should be yeah they did that in the dark crystal too they used the puppetry oh. and then it got to a point where it's like well we can't do it so let's just cg it that's how that's when cg should be used and i'm between these two properties dark crystal and yeah. this like i think they're doing it very smart like i agree very well i agree i think they made very good decisions with that i feel like they've they've done it in a seamless way for the most part where you really can't tell yeah which is great one of the so practical and puppetry here with cgi mixed in when we get uh the ig mm-hmm. voiced by taika watiti another name another <laughs> name <laughs> dropped he was great cast. i love i love i love yes just the the great voice just yeah. like coming in here i just i love that when taika watiti plays a character you can always tell, because even if it's a droid, the most straight-laced, bounty-hunting guild droid, there's humor in it. Yeah, threatening to blow himself up like yes. six times. Oh, yes. oh, initiating self-destruct. Do not self-destruct. <laughs> yeah. We are surrounded. Initiating self-destruct. Do not! It just... He can take a character that's supposed to be the most explicitly straight line, and he'll still turn it into a smile. And I don't know how he does it. The yeah. man is magic. But it's so good to watch. He has very good comedic timing. You have this very serious Mando character, and even though the scene is supposed to be grave and dangerous, he's taking on this whole whole compound of, you know, angry... What do we call them? Alien creatures. I don't don't remember their names. (laughs) No, there was... I I didn't know if it would be, like, just a... a, uh, What's it? A ball? (laughs) I suppose. I don't know. But, like, he's taking on this whole group of aggressive aliens, and, like, here's Taika Waititi still making you laugh, and that that mild emotional whiplash is a good one. Like, that's that's well played against each other. Yeah. You find, you find this fight scene fun to watch because it's not just shooting for ten minutes. Yeah, you get character development in that as yeah. well, which is yeah. great. You get the character development, and then um, did you guys watch the animated series like Rebels and Clone Wars? We've all seen that? I, like half through, of Clone. We're Wars. going through Clone Wars now. Okay. Yeah, I, with, I with just Billy. started Clone Wars. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I just started Clone Wars. I've I have not watched any of the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. I also watched a few couple of the first maybe three or four episodes of Rebels. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it was Clone Wars where, like, I watched this and then I went and I watched Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, So this was the first time I ever saw IG other than Empire. Yeah, where he's Uh, in there for, like, a minute or something. For a minute. and then Very quick. Yeah, other than that, all I've ever known of, like, IG-88, essentially, that's, like, the most popular, uh, you know, bounty droid. Other than that split second in Empire and the figure, like, 
I've never seen IG-88, and I've always been curious what this stick droid, why is he, like, (laughs) you know, why is he so popular, and, like, why is he, like, one of the best, like, why is he a bounty hunter, you know? Um, So then watching IG-11 in Chapter 1 wipe out, (laughs) you know, this entire, like, like they're surrounded, and how he moves and, like, his body Mm -hmm. twists. Yes! I'm like, no wonder why this is such a badass fucking droid. Like, holy shit, like, he's unstoppable, more or less. Even though he wants to self-destruct all the time. But he's, like, unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I must stop myself. <laughs> yeah. But then when I... Uh, the one episode of uh, Clone Wars, mm-hmm. like, there's a whole bunch of the the IG uh, droids, which, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of glad that I, I didn't watch Clone Wars when it was airing because this was such a great experience to see the IG. See that. You know? Because I, we saw the Clone Wars first, because we saw it I don't know, mm-hmm. six months ago, whatever it was, and yeah. we saw the, the the IG droids moving like that before, yeah. so we were like, okay, so we got that. It was, but it's, it was so smooth, and you got to see all of it. It was it was nice in the Clone Wars, but I kind of like it more here. Yeah, if only because I don't know something about again that seamless transition between CGI and practical, or whatever it ends up being with IG Eleven, it just looks sharp. It looks real nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very smooth and like it was so fun to watch. Like so it yeah. ah, it was beautiful. They get to the point where uh, you know, they say, Hey, we're gonna split the bounty. Mm-hmm. So they end up working together, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Mando and IG work together. In the trailers, I thought that IG was gonna be hunting down Mando. Like that that's how I was trying to figure out how the series was going to play out because we really didn't get a story from the trailers. We saw, yeah, that's that's good to an extent. It's very good. Yeah, I could very good. I could go on about Disney and Marvel trailer culture right now like crazy. Although Mandalorian Um, trailer was good. Yeah, Yeah. but like they gave you information without destroying what you wanted to see of the story. Like you didn't get the big reveal, but that they did what the trailer should. And make you want the big reveal. And want to see what's coming next. Yeah. Because they showed a lot of things we haven't even seen yet in the series. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, characters that were like, oh, it's episode, you know, two or three already. When's that character showing up? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I was surprised I was surprised to see IG in the first episode. So was I, honestly. I was, I was, I was completely shocked. I was thinking that was going to be something coming on a little later. But no, he was right there. And just like, okay, you're front-loading this one. Yeah. And then also in the trailer, I think we see Bosk at one point, don't we? It looks like Bosk. Yeah. yeah. Or something is, very similar. Yeah, if it's not Bosk, it is the same kind of alien. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to recognize a particular alien versus, you know, just the alien species or whatever. But, like, um, it could be. Absolutely. I mean, we'll get to episode two next, but... Didn't they? Didn't they come across like a, the Bosk race, like the race that Bosk is part of in yes, the second I, chapter? I believe so. Yeah, in the right. very beginning, I'm gonna say the se- yeah, I believe it's the very beginning of the second episode. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ig and Mando work together, and then I'll, I'm gonna let you guys bring up uh, this topic, Co- Coco. If you yeah, wanna... I think she's the one that needs. <laughs> to. Yeah, it's all. It's all you. It's all you. Um. Oh. What happens He's next? He's so cute. He's <laughs> my son. <laughs> they find their bounty, and the only description they've been given is that this this bounty is 50 years old. 
and it's a baby, and it's a baby Yoda. And, baby Yoda. <laughs> and I love him so much. <laughs> I love him so much. He is so cute, and his face even has tiny wrinkles, and his ears are gigantic. Yep. And he's in a stroll. It's just. He's still obviously a baby. He eats things he shouldn't. I love him. <laughs> the second the second Mando opens that egg. Yes. And you see those ears, like the silhouette of the yep. ears. I'm not like. I'm like, get the fuck out <laughs> of here. Is, was that, um, I never expected them to actually pull something like that out no. of their narrative butt. No, like, no, not at all. Holy shit. You, you give me something like. Oh man, I'm hunting down this middle-aged guy, this middle-aged woman who has a story, and and they're you know they help develop Mando. That's kind of what you expect. It's a baby. It is a baby fucking Yoda, and Yoda's the only one we've ever seen. So now we get another. Well, it's not the only I'm, one we've ever seen, but it's one of did, like yeah. very few. And now I'm hooked. I was going to say, there was another one in uh, episode one or episode yeah. two, wasn't there? Yeah, I, episode I was, one, Yaddle, the female yeah. version of I Yoda. I said dumb. Yeah. He's obviously Yaddle and Yoda's. <laughs> His name is going to start with a Y. <laughs> he's, he's the single most precious thing I've ever seen in the past. I don't know how long. I think it was a super good decision. It was a very good. It was, it, was, it was a very good because uh, not, to, not to downplay the... The most recent trilogy and the side projects, mm-hmm. um, but Star Wars has not gotten me like this in a long time. Uh, giving me giving me chills, uh, it it hit me it, it hit me good. So the fact that they they put this character in here uh, was a very good decision because I think that's getting everybody talking. Oh, I one hundred because I haven't heard anybody say anything negative about it. No, Which is yeah. shocking. Uh, one negative thing. Stop calling it Baby Yoda is all I've heard. <laughs> that's, that's it. Well, what no, do you want no, me to call it? We don't know what its name. We want anyone to call it. I guess people are calling it the child to a point. But, I mean, it's hard to be okay. like. Okay. Let me share something. If you don't want to call Baby Yoda, Justin has come up with a name for it. He called it Smoda. I did call it Smoda. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Noda. Noda. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's clever. I like that. I take my Noda back. <laughs> Baby Yoda's way better than Smoda. It sounds like an STD discharge. <laughs> well, that's oh, Jesus Christ. He's green, too, so, you know. It's true. Uh, do, but, not, do not taint my son with... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, out of people getting irate about uh, everyone calling it Baby Yoda, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't... You don't know uh, the species that Yoda is. We've never been given that information. So without a name, yeah, everyone's going to call it Baby Yoda. That's fine. I agree with that. Like, literally, you can't do anything else. You don't. And it's like you only see really Yoda. He's like the big known one of that race. So it's like, well, unless we have a name for the baby or unless we have a race name for the baby, it's going to be called Baby Yoda. Like, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, because Mandalorian is the name of that group. We don't have a name for our main character in this, so everyone's calling him Mando. Yeah. It's just how it's going to be. Get used to Baby Yoda until he's given a name. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if during the course of the series we get names for both of them, maybe even at the very end. I think it will... I I would be very excited to learn Mando's name just because, like, 
We don't have any, but we have this whole character. I think I'm pretty sure it might have been uh, Pedro Pascal. He might have said that the character definitely has a name. It's Star Wars. Of course he's got a name. Well, no, as in, like, it gets revealed in the course of the thing. Okay. I think he said something to that effect, but I don't remember what. I don't know if he said the name. I I have no idea. If we didn't get a name for him, I would be okay with it. Same here. Same here. That would be perfectly fine. It would be a very interesting decision because how do you have an entire series centered around a character that you watch grow and develop without ever getting a name? You get it in other Westerns, though. The Man with No Name. From Clint Eastwood and stuff I mean, like that. Like, if you're looking at a true Western... Yes, but this is Star Wars, the series where the background character from scene three, the one guy who sneezes, has an action no. figure and a name. Not <laughs> <laughs> racing scene. You see Aura oh, sing in the background God. for literally a second, and she's mentioned in Solo by name and in the Clone Wars. Like, yeah, characters from Star Wars just get whole background histories. Yeah. Do you yeah. need them? No. Did you want them? No. But they're there. <laughs> We got Bosk, we got IG-88. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So to end this episode off, uh, at least chapter one, we get, uh, we find baby Yoda. Uh, IG-11 is ready to assassinate. (laughs) And I was scared. And then you hear the blast and I'm like, no. (laughs) Like part of, part of the stupid me, part of me actually (laughs) thought they killed baby Yoda. (laughs) Stupid. There's absolutely no way because they zoom in on his face like you know he's doing the I was paid to bring this kid in alive. Zoom. No one's fucking with his bounty. I just Now now you say that this is the question is did he do that because nobody's fucking with his bounty or does he want to protect this child? I I think right now it's definitely the bounty. I, I think it's definitely. I think it, it might be a like a seventy-five twenty-five split. Oh, you're being generous. I like, might be generous. I give it at at tops ninety ten. Tops. I don't know. This man is professional and does not give a fuck about the suffering of other living. We things. have not seen him kill a baby though. The baby is not aggressive. <laughs> he does. He does reach his hand out. He reaches his finger out to touch the baby Yoda. Yeah. So that and that's the thing. Like he seems oh, to have. He does maybe, the finger poke at the now mysteriously floating stroller. I almost feel like there is a little bit of, I'm not going to say super affection, but I feel like that's established, especially because of the flashback scenes of him as a child. You get the feeling that, you know, I don't know, like maybe he, it's hard to say with expressions and stuff like that. Obviously you're just seeing the mask, but I do feel like I would still call it 75, 25. Like, yeah, he wants the bounty alive because he's going to get more for it. But like, I think there is because you don't reach your finger out to touch a baby or to get close to touching that baby if you don't have some kind of affection for it. Do you think it's affection or do you think it's curiosity? How many times do you think I think it's affection? I think it's affection. I think so too. Oh maybe I have a a stone cold. I have a I mean I've got a theory. This is actually a theory that's going around too, is that uh, again, I don't know what happened in episode in chapter three, but uh, Oh my god, that's why they call them chapters and not episodes. That just hit me. What? If we start calling them episode one, episode two, it's going to get confusing with the movies. Holy shit. Uh, (laughs) That's, um, actually... That makes a lot of sense, actually, yeah. Uh, Alright, so chapter three, I haven't watched it, so I'm not sure what happens, but there's, you know, the talker theory that during the Clone Wars that possibly Mando had come into contact with Yoda. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and that maybe Yoda uh, saved Mando when he was a child or something. That That's a theory. And like maybe he has an affection towards this creature based off of the simple fact like, hey, I remember you from, you know what I mean? That could be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if we get to see that sort of thing. That would be because we've well, we've seen actually. this. Let me extrapolate. We've seen this flashback. Um, I say I can't talk. We've seen his flashbacks of his childhood, like trauma. Very as, brief, yeah. It's small, but uh, as a new armor piece being forged. Mm-hmm. We're also guessing that he's going to get more armor. If mm-hmm. we see more flashbacks, maybe we'll see Yoda. Or at least get an extrapolation. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. That would be an interesting angle to have. It would be a neat tie. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's Yoda or, like, any any kind of Jedi. But I, I've got... Once I heard that theory, I was, I'm pretty set on that theory. Like, I think that would be a great thing where, like, you know, Yoda did save Mando as a child. And now there's going to be this bond formed with Mando where he's got, like... He's got this connection to this child. Um, so he feels like now he has to protect him because it reminds him of Yoda. It would be but, an interesting character to like bring into this series, if even in flashback form. That would be fascinating. I wonder. I wonder who from the main movies they're going to tie in. Um, if anyone via his history, they're, they're gonna. They've got it. It'll be the last episode for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. too. It's going to be like a reveal at the very end. We'll see like. Well, just like in Solo, where you see Darth Maul at the very end, or something like that. Yeah, we'll either we'll either get a shot of you know Yoda, or maybe we'll get maybe Boba Fett will show up at yeah, the right? end. You yeah. know, uh, I guarantee we're gonna get like one of our main characters, uh, maybe even Obi Wan to spin it off into the Obi Wan series. Yeah, I mean, a nice stinger, I think would would, I would end up working nice. It. Yeah, chapter one ends, everyone's happy with it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then we wait a few more days, and then we get chapter two already. Uh, yeah. So going into chapter two, th- now this one, like we said, was a lot shorter. It was, yeah. Absolutely. Which, like I said, I wish it was a little bit longer, but I don't want to be greedy. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it was – one thing that I noticed with this one is it's a short episode, and it also doesn't have a lot of dialogue. So uh, here's what I want to throw at you guys really quickly. I love that you bring that up, Justin. Yeah. Um, this reminded me of Samurai Jack. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes. Right. Um, I've been I've been wrestling with him to actually watch through Samurai Jack. I I've never seen so, Samurai Jack. Oh my god, you would love dude, it, man. Dude, I've tried so hard. Um, I really really enjoy when they when stories can be told with little to no dialogue. Yeah. The show not told. Well, it's it's um reminiscent. So, Samurai Jack was made by the same guy who made the original Clone Wars. Yeah. No, I remember those. But those like, also didn't have a lot of dialogue in them either. But it's so cool. I love get, when the things unfold before me without being told yeah. what the hell's going on or what yeah. characters are thinking. When you show me for most of it, this is a this is a fight. What are you going to say to a wild animal in a fight? You're not. I mean, absolutely. I don't know. It was it was good. I was excited. Yeah. I, I loved it. I, I, agree, I agree with you 100%. The fact that we got little to no dialogue... Um, and we watched, we literally just watched things happen. We didn't, yeah. have to, we didn't have to hear anybody saying anything. We knew what was going on just by watching it. And that's, that's one of the best things about Samurai Jack, too, is it's Samurai Jack fighting all these different people that he comes across, all these different villains or characters. Uh, it's just fun to watch. 
And it's just, it's an interesting contrast. Now that you say it's fun to watch, we watched the scene with um, IG-11 and Mando going against all of those, and that was fun because of them talking. Yeah. Now we have a fight scene where it's entertaining because they're, part of the reason is because there's no talking. It's distracting from the actual combat. Yeah. Whereas before, like, yeah. we specifically enjoyed it because we were distracted from the actual combat. And that's like a delicate line to walk, but they've done it so far. They yeah. did it in both, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they, hit, they hit Spectrum A, and then they hit Spectrum Z. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? yeah. Uh, so if they can hit both those marks, everything else in the middle is is should be good. Yeah, I agree. You know? Starting off chapter two, we have Mando... Uh, with baby Yoda and going back to Mando's ship. And then that's where we see our other cute little friends. More uh, <laughs> 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 TD. Um, yep. <laughs> we get the Jawas. Yep. And uh, they're dismantling uh, Mando's ship. <laughs> I was cracking. Were you guys like cracking up? Yeah. This oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. They just took that thing apart. These yeah, little was- shits. It wasn't even like he got back just in time to prevent it. No, his ship is a pile of holes in it. They were ripping it down. And uh, I think literally running after the sand crawler, <laughs> like that's going to do anything. Yeah. And I died when the little stroller buzzed along behind him. <laughs> yeah, just, the whole time. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, seeing a Jawa die was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was like, oh, the Jawas. Then he blasts them, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was some hard. He's got a good damn gun, man. <laughs> I was not expecting that, because to me, the Jawas are cute as hell. Um, like, I've, I've loved them from well, the... We saw him saw a man in half with an automatic door. They stole his shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was still not expecting to see a Jawa get blasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that whole sequence with the Sandcrawler fight and um, the Jaw was just getting it. It was. Uh, and then oh, the end of it. It was amazing. Like that was fun. It, it, it reminds me of um, no. I think the whole sequence is a big Easter egg anyway, in my opinion, to um, the old SNES games, um, Super Star Wars. Which is such an old game, but I used to play it all the time. And literally, you play the game and you get the sandcrawler level where you're going up the side of the sandcrawler, and it's like it's the exact same thing. The as exact what happened same thing that happened episode. to Mandalorian. Like exact. you climb up the side, yeah. they pop out of little throw and throw things at you. Stuff at you. <laughs> that's that's got to be like a little Easter egg. Like I, uh, I feel like it is because I it's so like when I watched it, I'm like I said the I said that and then. You said um, Billy also said the exact Billy same thing said to you. The exact same thing. I when I was because now we work in the Billy and I work together again. It's funny. Oh, um, oh is he? He's working with you now. Yeah, he's oh, in the awesome. he's in the room next to me, so we see each other every day. That's awesome. Um, I asked him what he thought of it, and he was like, "Corinne, did you know the Sandcrawler level is just like the SNES Super Star Wars level?" And I'm like, "Billy, you are not the first person <laughs> I've heard." <laughs> But with that whole sequence, the thing that I love the most about the Sandcrawler thing is because you, you, you see the Mandalorian and he's just like he's going, he's going and he's just destroying these Jawas. And you're almost like it, you're going to be like, oh, he's just going to take this whole Sandcrawler thing and he's going to kill all these Jawas. He's going to get shit back. But no, the Jawas just they get him bad. Yeah, 
He climbs up to the top. He's he's got this minor successful moment. Ha ha. And then you see 20 little blasters just leveled at him. He's like, oh, I'm good, but I'm not this good. It was great. Yep. <laughs> when and he got yep. when he got blasted, I was like, it, I was like, all right, he's gonna take that and then he's gonna beat them. But now he just falls back yep. right off the sand crawler. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. Actually, that was really well timed, really well put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Baby Yoda just comes up next to yep. him. Yep, and he just zoom. <laughs> yep, and then uh, then we get uh, Mando's out cold for a little bit, like you said. Yep. Baby Yoda's next to him. They start walking, and then they come across uh, Nick Nolte's character. What's his name? Oh boy, let me get it up. Did he have one? He oh, does. Kuil. Kuil. Yeah, that's it. Kuil. I believe they mentioned. They might mention one. It's definitely here in the credits, at least. But yeah, yeah. he's he's fun. Uh, I have spoken. What an OG. I have spoken. Yeah. That man is the OG. <laughs> he was there. Like, he knew his business. He was cool. Uh, man, is <laughs> tough, but this guy has authority. Yeah. yeah. He's got his... Man, has got his little crew so far. He's got Quill and uh, Baby Yoda now. Yeah. Um, you know, they... Uh, Baby Yoda and Mando come across him. Um, they helps him out. And... This was one of the the cutest scenes uh, with Baby Yoda. Coco, you mentioned. Is it when he eats the frog? Yeah. So you mentioned this earlier. Baby Yoda putting things in his mouth. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is it where he just he's chasing the little frog around. He grabs him and he shoves him in his mouth. He says, "Spit that out." And he swallows (laughs) it anyway. And smiles. He smiles after. Yep. I just. He's so cute. He's so cute. (laughs) He eats a fucking frog. <laughs> you just see him like snake, just heart, heart, just a frog, yep. legs kicking, and he's like, "Yes." Yeah, I I did that. I, ate I that am I am proud of myself. I accomplished it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and this whole but here's the funny thing: Yoda lived in a swamp. It is not um, maybe the most strange thing to think that maybe Yoda ate frogs, too. Maybe this is normal for that species. And to us, it's like, oh, yes, bacon. Like, who it knows? Could be. It yeah. could be. It could I'm, be the I'm bacon stretching. for Yoda's, yeah. I'm stretching, but. <laughs> if not, at least it's a nice little throwback to the fact that Yoda lives on a swamp. I think so, yeah. yeah I, think, nice I, I think this whole chapter, this chapter two, Baby Yoda is like the highlight of this chapter. I love him so like much. he is, he is so focused on. They knew how cute that character I love was, him so and they much. knew how to utilize him in exactly the right way in this this chapter. Like he he was really really good. Uh, I might be backtracking a little bit, but we 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 get the one part where Mando's like uh, repairing himself and like uh, healing his wounds and everything and. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda comes up to him and puts his hand up. And it's so adorable because Mando, you know, picks him up and puts him back in his stroller, walks over, sits down. And a couple seconds later, Baby Yoda. He's trying it again. Yeah. And at that point in time, were you guys like, all right, Baby Yoda's force sensitive? Yes. Yes. Yep. I'm like, like he like is trying he, to heal Mando. Yeah. Here. Like you knew, or yeah, we knew it was just like, okay, he's absolutely force sensitive. He's going to try to do the healing, but they kept putting off the reveal. Like, no, the force is not important. Yep. Like this, yeah. this, whatever you're trying to do, you're a baby sitting in your stroller. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. 
he's so and precious. He just holds the hand up and he's like, yep. yeah. <laughs> it's this these three tiny fingers with these three little nubbins on the tip, just and then Mando just picking them up too. Like I, uh, I just love the relationship so already between the two of them. Yeah, uh, like, like it's like, ah, uh, uh, it, it's so wonderful. Like barely having much interaction yet, but the interaction they are having together, it's so adorable. Yes. No, I agree. With oh, that. it's so cute. Because you have this this warrior who's protecting this baby, like it's very. Uh, he he does not have any idea how to express any kind of tenderness, but he's still taking care of this baby. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so we get the uh, Mando, Baby Yoda, and I forgot you you wow, what's Nick Nolte's character? Oh, Quill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get the three of them. He says, uh, oh, I'll bring you to the Jawas. So they go and they find the Jawas now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the Jawas just start saying, you know, they, they make a deal. The Jawas say, we want the egg, the egg, the egg. <laughs> so then uh, Mando says, all right. So and, he goes. Yeah, no one's sure what the egg yeah, is. Yeah, no one's or yeah. what he has to do or why this is important. Yeah. What leads up to this? Oh my God. Okay. So Mando goes and he ends up going into a cave uh, and then he gets attacked by a rhino. The, the, the rhino almost looks like the one of the creatures from episode two. Yeah. And I heard somebody, and I, I don't know how true this is, but I heard somebody say it's like a variant of that creature or something similar in some way. I mean, obviously it's a much hairier version. Yeah. That one was, you know, the one in episode two was, you know, bald. But yeah. You know, maybe it is the same creature, except in episode two, maybe they shaved it down just because of the simple fact that it was a gladiator fight, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it could be something as simple as that. I, I I, don't know for sure, but it looks similar at the very least. Yeah, it's uh, that. Uh, I like that we are on the same page there, too, uh, yeah. just because it is very similar. Uh, if any of you wants to take this uh, after he battles the, the creature... <laughs> well, I think I think the battle is really yes, good. I, I loved that he was getting his ass kicked. Honestly, mm-hmm. you're not gonna fight in the terrain with um, little to no traction. It was a yeah, yeah. Was. Um, where you can hardly see because you're covered in mud. Where this thing clearly has the home field advantage, a fuckload of like mass on you and a really pointy horn. You're not going to come out of that the winner. And he wasn't. He was getting his ass kicked. And that was good. Yeah. And then Baby Yoda shows up. <laughs> and what did we find out, Coco? We found out the thing we already heavily suspected. And that's that the little boy has a fuck ton of force. Hell um, yeah. And can use it as a 50-year-old newborn, I guess. <laughs> you keep forgetting. Call him a baby. He's a baby. But he's 50. Um, no, he just lifts this fucking mud rhino up and, and holds it so Mando can shank it to death. Yep, he shanks him, all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, it's, it's a great reveal of, oh, this this baby Yoda has force and knows, knows how, how to use, use it. it. I, I, do, I, I have to agree with you. Like, uh, Mando is definitely not on the right terrain. He's also a bounty hunter. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he's not... He goes out and he's more or less like an assassin for hire. Like he's not, a, he's, I know I called him a warrior before, but, um, and he, he, if he's put into battle, he probably would fare 
well, but going against like a beast in this terrain, yeah, it was nice to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah, like just there are some fights. No matter how good you are, you're not going to win. Be it against twenty Jawas with their blasters level to you, or yeah, a huge ass mud rhino. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Yeah, and that's kind of what this chapter feels like is okay well we saw him be real cool in episode one or chapter one but in chapter two he is definitely out of his element yeah Yeah. at at times i i've watched chapter two three times now uh the the first time i watched it i was like oh man they're doing the boba effect and the Django effect where it's like you have this badass character and he gets taken out like in a ridiculous way like, that was my first thought when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. But then watching it for the second time, it's like, no, he needs to get his ass kicked. Yeah. And then when I watched it for the third time, I thought nothing of it because it, it, was, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. I agree with you 100%. He, need, he needed it. Yeah. I think it levels him out a little bit and it shows, okay, well, he's, again, very good at dealing with the, the people and the bounties and stuff like that. But these animals and these group of Jawas, yeah, he just can't. He can't handle that. Yeah, he, he could not handle the Jawas either in combat or in talking to them. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> what did they say? You sound like a Wookiee. <laughs> yes, that was great. Actually, <laughs> your job was terrible. You sound like a Wookiee. <laughs> that was fantastic. I also like that. That was um, they only dubbed a little bit. They did. They didn't dub the whole thing. Sub. Sorry. Sub. Oh yeah, yeah. They only subbed a little bit of it. Yeah. Um. That was. Yeah, I thought that was clever. Um. It reminded me. That part with him, you know, talking Jawa and stuff like that reminded me very much of um, Solo with um, Solo when, and yeah. When Solo is the, yeah. Solo is the first time that I can recall that we've seen someone other than a Wookiee speak Shiruwook, which is neat. Wait, Solo Han actually talks Wookiee? Yeah. Yeah, for like a split, like what? Was when, it? The first it. time he meets Chewie. He converses he just, with Chewie in like, yeah. yeah. And that's the first time I can recall seeing that. And I just thought that was one of my favorite parts of Solo. And it sounds dumb, but I just thought that was such a cool detail well, and, we've never seen before. And then doing they this with, to include it. This them doing this with Mandalorian feels yes. very very similar. Yeah, it's neat to see them incorporating more of like this alien culture that in the Star Wars universe yeah. is supposed to be so pervasive but in all of the star wars media we've consumed we've barely seen and i feel like especially with the disney era star wars films not to not to do say anything super negative about those but um i feel like the alien stuff is downplayed so hard that having this in the mandalorian and even solo which is a disney film but definitely on the outside looking in on some of those films i i like that i feel like bringing that culture back into it really feels Nice. It, it fleshes things out and makes it, I don't know, it makes it more whole to me. Like, I the buy this. feels better, yeah. I buy this so hard because it's not just milk toast humans or human or near humans. There's more to this than is Wes under the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just started moaning and groaning and I'm like, what the fuck? I forgot he was in here. <laughs> So uh, Mando shanks the rhino <laughs> uh, and then uh, he goes in and he collects the reward for the Jawas, which is this very furry egg. And then 
they just slice it open and start eating the slime. I'm like, of course they do. Of course That's they exactly fucking do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I expected that so much. I'm like, they just want to eat this egg. They do, like, they want this you, egg. You, you saw it coming? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see it coming. But the, well, when it when I'm, it happened, I'm, I was like, all right, of course. It was two things. Either it's a revered object or they're going to fucking eat it. I, I I liked it. I mean, it looked kind of gross. It looked like it was a, like they're all trying to get a handful and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, yeah, this this is this is kind of fun actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I love the uh, the outcome of that. I thought that was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jawas. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you trade everything you just stole for a pizza? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Essentially, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Uh, so we get, uh, Nick Nolte's character. I can't remember. I'm going to blank that guy's name. It's called Nick Nolte. Yeah. So Nick Nolte now, uh, Nick Nolte gets, they get all the parts back. Nick Nolte helps, uh, Mando repair the ship. Essentially that's what concludes the episode, right? Basically. Yeah. I think he goes into space. It's the, uh, it's the, you help me. I can't thank you enough. I also appreciate the, the, like camaraderie the two of them have it's like vaguely professional but you can tell that mando's not just a tough guy he can also show appreciation for things and and literally be like thank you well when it's it the man goes i think this is another nick nolte does a ton and then he's possible to say thank you i'm sincerely grateful yeah how can i repay you this is what i have to offer well i'm not interested in that I, I think it's another Western, uh, I say Western trope. It, it, it no, is. I, I would disagree with you. Usually I want to say the man with no name or the, you know, the gunslinger or whatever can, can be very stoic. No, no, no. I don't even mean that. I mean, like, you see in these Western properties, every once in a while, you know, you'll have the gunslinger helping out like a rancher or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what this feels like. Like they are working together or helping each other or whatever else because, <clears throat> you know, Nick Nolte wants peace and, you know, just tranquility on where he's living. So it, it feels like, all right, well, you help me. I'll help you. We're even now. But it seems like Mando feels like he got the better end of the deal because he's trying to thank McNulty's character over and over and over. It could be. And he's just like, no. Because it, you're you're my guest. Well, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, whatever. And, well, but Nick Nolte's also looking at like, all right, these bounty hunters aren't going to be here anymore. Yeah. So I, I think both of them get a good end of the deal. Just from our perspective, it looks like. I think uh, Nick Nolte's character, just in general, is a is a I don't want to say a good person, but I think his character is that of like a good natured character, uh, where he is going to help anybody. It doesn't matter uh, who they are, as long as they're maybe like kind and considerate to him. Because uh, Mando is not, as of right now, he's not a bad guy. He just has a no. bad job. Uh, yes. You know, as of what we know of him right now, he's not a bad guy. Uh, so there's no reason for Nick Nolte to not help him. Yeah. That's probably just in his nature as far as the character goes. And I agree with that. And I think we get, you know, people people watching this get that um, that mindset of, all right, well, the only two other Mandalorian characters, quote unquote, that we've seen are Django and Boba Fett, who are not good characters. Yeah. Like they are explicitly, you know, on the definite, like, bad end of the spectrum. Whereas Mandalorian, he looks like those characters, but he hasn't done anything explicitly there, terrible. There does seem to be a moral integrity there that it's just, it was nice to see. 
Yeah, especially with the expectation of, oh, he's going to be more on the bad side of things. And he hasn't really shown that. Yeah, I was expecting, again, just because we didn't get a whole lot from the trailers, I was expecting this to be like uh, like Deadpool-esque kind of character. Not not on the like fart humor, like jokey kind mm-hmm. of way, but where we get that anti-hero aspect. Where we're and I was have... kind of expecting that too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But it, it doesn't seem like it's going that way. No. As of right now, as far as what we've got, you know, future episodes can change our minds probably. But as of right now, it just seems like he's a Mandalorian and he's bounty hunting. Like, yeah. he doesn't seem like a bad guy at all right now. Yeah. I don't, And I honestly don't think he's going to be a bad guy. I think, I, I don't think so either. I think it's going to be, you know, again, he might do a, a, a thing every once in a while where he has to kill someone that you're like, oh, okay, whatever. But, like, in general, I think he's going to have that through line of, well, he has some kind of ethical code or something like that that's mm-hmm. going to prevent him from doing anything, like, mm-hmm. too terrible. I agree. So, and in this episode, like we said, it ends where uh, Mando is off in space. Baby Yoda is passed the fuck out because, yep. uh, yeah, he, he's got to sleep. A <laughs> he's 50 years old. He's got to. <laughs> <laughs> and he just lifts a fucking rhino with his mind. He's got to sleep. Uh, <laughs> but that's where that ends. I mean, like we said, overall, I'm, uh, I love chapter two. I love chapter one. I, I didn't. I didn't put a grade. To, normally, I grade uh, movies and everything. It's been a while since I've done like a uh, TV series. I've only done one TV series on this podcast. Uh, if I was to grade the first two episodes so far, I'd give them a nine out of ten. I'd I'd agree. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, uh, I that's super fair for that. Uh, that that's the highest grade I've ever given on this show. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh, uh, I say because I definitely have no experience with watching a podcast. Yet. I know you don't. It's <laughs> a daisy. No, I, I was, I would agree. I'm having a great time watching The Mandalorian. I oh, went, yeah. I went in nervous because I never want to get my hopes too high starting something like this. Well, I think you went in going, eh, you know, something. Because I remember saying the first episode, I'm like, oh, let's watch it, and you were like, I don't know. Like, I, don't we'll want, watch I didn't want to. I didn't want to get my hopes up, but like. The show is delivered, and now I'm invested, and I'm really excited to watch more of it. And that's that's really high praise because I'm always nervous with new Star Wars um, anything that comes out because it can be such a hit or miss sort of thing. This one's a hit. And, and, and this is for Star Wars in general, not just the movies. I think. Oh yeah, no, video games, okay. all of this stuff. Well, we have we had the Battlefronts, the more the more recent Battlefronts, which were misses yeah and then fallen order which was much more of a hit and it's just like i i feel very polar on a lot of star i feel wars like things. star wars is still trying to figure out what they want to do oh my gosh it's been 40 years pick a thing <laughs> uh, I, I i see star wars going in a better direction after this especially um i, I know so yeah uh on the on the on the production end I, i'm not i don't want to get into like um you know politics as far as like that aspect goes, um, but where things are going in the future, I mean, we've got Kevin Feige signed on now. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I only see things getting better from this point going forward. I see the the Star Wars community starting to come together again. Like I know it's been divided for a long time. It has, um, but I'm excited to see it come back together. I love Star I, Wars. Um, I, I've said it on 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 here multiple wait, you times. Do? What? 
<laughs> right? Uh, I'm not like I'm not a fanatic of Star Wars. I can talk Star Wars like I'm I am a fan, but I'm not like really deep into it where I can tell you like what planet Yoda lived on. I don't know any information like that, but Justin. What planet is it, Justin? Dagobah. Dagobah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> what planet do they fight on where it's snowing in Empire? Hoth. Hoth, yeah. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell. So go here's ahead. the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. We're oh, going to quiz you. Oh, God. Now. Oh, God. Go okay, go ahead. You had another one, Rob. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go, 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 go. Oh, I don't want to know. No, um, I, I know a lot of the planets from like the original trilogy and some of the books and stuff like that. But once we get into like the Disney era stuff, I the names of the planets just completely go outside my head. I, I don't remember. Besides Jakku, I don't remember too many other ones, honestly. Yeah, Jakku is hard to forget. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like the rest that, of the planets. That one, just... That's the one planet I do know, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the the original trilogy, like, it that's fine like knowing that stuff i that that's what i'm saying like the fanatics like they they know the original trilogy like forwards and backwards but like the newer disney stuff is where it's kind of complicated and a little tricky where it's like what where where are we what moon are we on like that doesn't and and especially with i mean i'm gonna do a slight complaint here about force awakens where Mm -hmm. there are two planets back to back that look exactly the same in my opinion Uh and it's the one with oh maz kanata and then the one with Leia that she's like, like they have the, the the resistance base, and they look exactly the same, but they're two different planets. Yeah. I couldn't tell you which either planet is. I don't have any idea what they're called, but it's just like it feels like Star Wars has always had like distinct feel to planets, yeah. and there is a real like I don't know the new the newer movies just have a problem with that. Yeah, and I think that and that's where I think things are going to start to you know. They're going to get better as time goes on. I, th- I think we're going to start to feel the old trilogy coming back into play. I hope so. I hope um, with episode nine, it also feels that way, too, where yeah. they kind of get back to form as well. Without uh, without straight cribbing. Yeah. We've got, uh, you know, we've got Kevin Feige, and then we've also got Favreau. You know, yeah. we've got Taika. We've got the... The Marvel mm-hmm. Universe essentially is coming into <laughs> Star Wars now. I, I don't know how uh, happy that makes me feel. I, I would, yeah, I would rather Star Wars be Star Wars, not as weird Marvel. But here's the thing. Too. One thing I will say is, um, if if they can keep things distinctly different, they fine. will. I, I think I, ha- I think they will. I think they will too. Like it's it's one thing to say, yeah, we have all these Marvel people coming into our. Uh, what you doing on our turf? Huh? <laughs> like I don't, you know, it's, it's not going to be not, like that. <laughs> it's not that I don't want the Star Wars movies to become Marvel movies with a Star Wars skin. If that makes sense. I I completely understand what you're saying. Okay. I understand what you're saying 100. Yep. percent But well, I, I, go go ahead, Justin. Oh yeah. Um, I was gonna say with the Mandalorian, we've kind of already shown. With just the first two episodes, if nothing else, it feels distinct from Marvel. And that that that's my point, saying like when I say we're getting Marvel, uh, I don't mean Marvel as a whole. I mean we're getting Favreau, Feige, and Taika Waititi. Those are three great filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You know that that's three right there. Um, <clears throat> if you've seen any of Taika Waititi's other movies, mm-hmm. those movies are fantastic. They're so good. <laughs> Right? I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, but... We uh, haven't either. We yeah. want to see that so bad. Yeah. My he, next day, he my showed next me day what, off. 
Yeah, he showed me what we do in the shadows, and I was like, the man's a genius. Pizza! (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, oh, oh no, I love him. Oh, he's great. And like, I I so want to watch Green Lantern again, but I don't. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Right. Don't don't do it to yourself. (laughs) I actually own the DVD. Oh, there you go. Why? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I'm disappointed for you. Anyway, uh, yeah, but we're. I, I just see Star Wars turning into such a better, going in such a better direction just with those people signed on already, or attached to it even. Not signed on, but attached to it. Uh, this being J.J. Uh, Abrams' last movie, Episode Nine, I, I'm I'm ready to see someone else come on too. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. J.J. Uh, is kind of a letdown to me in general. I. I'm, not, not even just for Star Wars, but just in general, everything J.J. Abrams touches kind of gets ruined for me. <laughs> I really enjoyed um, The Last Jedi. I, I feel like I said The Last that Jedi was Ryan Johnson. Yes, I know. Okay. I wish they'd put Ryan Johnson on episode nine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people have a lot of hate towards Last Jedi. I'm not a big fan of Last Jedi. It was it was subverted ex- expectations, the movie. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoy that yeah, sure I, I understand like maybe 50 to 60 percent of the internet does not well and yeah it's it, it there's a vocal minority i think of the internet that is like they hate the last jedi and everything it stands for uh, the internet in general you're going to get vocal negativity yeah. in general yeah. you're going to get more negativity than, negativity than positivity yeah you're right force awakens i wasn't a fan of either Rewatching it, so I liked it when I when it first came out in theaters. But rewatching it, it is a hard rewatch. Like there are is certain it? scenes that are good, but mm-hmm. there are certain scenes where like this is just a retread or this doesn't that's, make any sense. That that that's what it was to me when I saw like I was so excited to see Force Awakens yep. in theaters, and then when I'm sitting there in the theater, I'm like, I've seen this all already. Yep. Like it was nothing new, and Han Solo dies. Like. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was nothing. Yeah, I like the new trilogy is not. At least Ryan, Ryan Johnson did try doing something different. And again, um, whether it works for people or not, we, you know, there even Last Jedi has. I mean, the problem is that there there are long stretches in Last Jedi that are slow. Um, I'm going to say very, very slow. I think the end of the movie picks up, but the beginning of the movie, the first half is very slow. Yeah. Um, you know, for better or worse, I like The Last Jedi, but people who've complained about that part of Last Jedi, I think it's a valid complaint. Yeah, I can understand why people like like Last Jedi as well. Um, the, <laughs> uh, I mean, we get we get the final, we get not the send off to the Skywalker saga, but we finally see Luke fight again. Yeah, or at least <laughs> Spirit yeah. Luke or oh, Astro so Projection. That was so satisfying. Uh, I. I Shit, I'll watch Mark Hamill fight with a lightsaber any day. Yep, yep. Give me that. Yep. <laughs> oh, it was the it was the line of "Are you here to save my soul?" No. <laughs> yes. Oh. And the whole time, like it's so good, they give you tiny clues as to what he really is, but they're not slapping you with it until Kylo has the realization, and then then you know he's lost. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, with the Disney era stuff, it's it's very, the movies are very hit or miss, and, yes. and that that is 
sadly, I think they're trying to find where they want it to go and the exact balance of what they need. Because I think I think Rogue One in general is also one of those that's really unbalanced. It feels very good at times and very like, okay, well, that's a weird decision at times. I agree. And Rogue One is actually, I like Rogue One best out of all like the newer I've all the new stuff that's that. come out. Yeah, it's a. In my opinion, it's a. It's a good movie, but it's mm-hmm. it's very oddly balanced in general as a movie, and I that might be like the production mm-hmm. issues I know that it had and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, like it's it's interesting to see, and I, you know I, I think Solo is probably the weakest for me. Yeah, I agree. But it, but even that has some good moments to it. It's just it feels like they have to find exactly like what they want and i feel like they just haven't yet or at least they haven't until maybe the mandalorian maybe now they finally go all right this is the what we want from this stuff yeah Man- mandalorian i think is definitely their strive to to get it back to where it's going to be I-, I really do think this is like i don't want to say it's the savior for star wars because i don't i don't think that's fair to say at all but it's, i do it is I, certainly a very good like an extremely solid addition it's a weld. It's going to weld everything yeah, back together. Actually, I, I, I really hope that that's how that plays out. Well, I hope that because it's such a tight like script and story and show that I'm hoping that showing that, you know, giving them the confidence of, all right, basically everyone likes this show. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we got to do going forward. Uh, hopefully... Uh, Hopefully that's where they stay with it, and then hopefully they don't get ahead of themselves either. And I agree with that. I agree with that. I think them having a hiatus after episode nine, in terms of the movies, not Mm -hmm. really like going forth. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good idea because I think that's that's good. That's a good amount of time to them figure their shit out, especially now that you know everyone else that's involved in it. This is it's a good. I agree. It's a good good, like couple years to figure things out even if it's five years who cares you have the tv shows you have the obi-wan show i think they're having well i just don't want to be star wars movie to death too like there's a point where i'm just like i'm I'm done for a while please give me the breather they are but they're also giving us supplementals that we can consume at our leasure because of disney plus it's good and i think the shows in general i think the the shows that they've announced all sound great yeah because they have the Obi Wan, and then they have the Cassian Andor, and Cassian um, Andor, yeah, yeah, and that that sounds great too. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of those sound like like they're really good ideas. So I mean, hopefully they'll announce even more. Like if they end up coming out with, you know, let's say, you know, Mandalorian season two or something like that, or whatever else. Like it, it sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with never getting a Star Wars movie ever again if we were just left with series? If they were able to finish telling the stories they've started, I could deal. Yeah, same here, honestly. So if they end episode nine on like a good note, you'd possibly be okay with just having the series going forward? Yeah, maybe I'm a weirdo, but I'm cool with as long as the presentation is well done and you're not leaving us with cliffhangers, I'll deal with however you decide to deliver it to me. Yeah, I mean, I like the cinematic experience of Star Wars, but I will say that I think that I don't know the viability Star Wars has in the theaters long term, especially if they don't have a really good, like, let's say trilogy idea. Because, I mean, even this the, the sequel trilogy, 
it feels like they were winging it the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I even episode nine, it feels like they didn't set up episode nine. Episode nine was just like, well, what, what do we, where do we go from here? All right, let's wing it and get episode nine out. Because mm-hmm. especially with the trailers that we've seen so far, that's exactly how it feels. Yeah, see, I would, I would, I would be fine with just having series going forward and maybe doing like one-offs every now and then. Like, do yeah. we, I don't, I don't think we need to have trilogies. No, and I know that. No, but they, the reason they're doing it is because one is tradition. Two trilogies mm-hmm. make bank. Yeah. And then when you split the third one up into two movies. (laughs) 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 But, uh, hey, guys. You're right. (laughs) Guys, I'm so happy that I had you guys on uh, for this discussion. We're so happy we were able to be on. This was wonderful. This was a a lot of fun, guys. Uh, So with that, I would like to offer you guys, when episode nine comes out, if you would like to come on and talk about episode nine. I know you can't see it. You can see it. They can't see it. I'm vigorously nodding my head. <laughs> I can't see it. I can only see your door. Oh, no. The camera's oh, no. pointed up too far. <laughs> I haven't That's seen you guys this entire time. <laughs> no. Vigorously nodding my head. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love talking Star Wars. Wars so. All right. I, also, I also imagine you've got a couple more games. Lined up for the Mandalorian because I know you know people who are interested in Star Wars. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Anytime Star Wars comes up, you guys are going to be the first people I I come to, though. Uh, But since we've got what, there's going to be six episodes total of Mandalorian. Is there six? six, It's either six or eight. I don't remember. Let me see. I'll I'll check right now. It's it's like a half season of stuff, basically. It's eight. All right. Um, You guys are going to come on and talk about the Mandalorian uh, again, too. So. Yeah, that's fine. Well, well I'm going to make it work. <laughs> somewhere. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're super excited. This was wonderful. We would love to do it again. Awesome. I'm so, and definitely also for episode nine. I'm so happy you guys had a good time coming on here. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? I have an Instagram that is about 0% related to Star Wars. Yeah, plug whatever you want. Oh, plug your Instagram. Okay. Plug cool. for it. Fine. <laughs> Again, 0% related to Star Wars. It's whatever the hell I feel like putting on Instagram. Um, I'm CGsman. And you have nothing? I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> he's, he's a boring man. If you, hey, next time you come on, feel free to plug anything. Uh, <laughs> Coco, Justin, again, thank you guys for coming on. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. Tune in next time because we're going to do that review for the new movies. All right. Later.